Welcome back to All Things Apple, the podcast where we talk about all the things inside the world of Apple. I'm Steven, and I'm here with my friend Aiden today. Hello. And we're going to talk a little bit more about iPadOS, and I'm sure we'll come up with other things to nerd out about. But um, last episode, we talked a little bit about the WWDC keynote, and I kind of crapped on the iPad. I think we both did. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember us not really having very good things to say about the whole event in general. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate the event, like, to be real. But um, I didn't have the iPad OS 16 beta on an iPad that actually can use the window feature. What's it called? Cen- not center stage. I keep wanting to say stage center. manager, I think. Stage, stage manager, manager, yes. Stupidest name ever. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have an iPad that could use stage manager running the beta, but now I do. And I, at first, I didn't want to get the beta because I was like, oh, it's going to be crappy. It's actually really stable so far, which is surprising. But um, this iPad also has an M1 chip, so that's probably why. And I, I think that they only let iPads with the M1 chip get the beta. I don't know if you know if that's like true. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't. Heard looked at that yeah but um the beta at first was like weird to me okay so let me just describe this for you the first like thing that is kind of notable about stage manager is literally just trying to turn it on like I could not figure out for the life of me where you go to like turn it on or like use stage manager I tried everything I was like looking for an app icon in the dock I tried opening apps and then hitting that stupid little three dots at the top of the screen in the middle to see if it was like a new option. So like open an app in a window view. And then I also tried like going into spotlight search and typing in stage manager and I could not find it. Yeah. um, That doesn't sound very intuitive though, if it's like tucked away. Yeah, it's not. It really isn't. That's probably like my biggest complaint oh wait was it in like control center (laughs) it's in control center yeah and i mean maybe this was just me like thinking like oh well it should be somewhere else and like everyone else maybe knew where it was but i feel like as an average person that just likes technology i should have been able to think oh yeah maybe it's in control center but at the same time like why is it in control center I kind of thought it would be like a little app icon on the dock. But well, here's the thing with Apple is that they, I feel like they have started putting a lot of things in the control center, like the AirPods controls uh, for like, mm-hmm. or a lot of the AirPods controls are there. Um, screen recording is in there. You can't really, you can't access screen recording any other way. Um, there are just like, a lot of things that are like exclusive or not a lot of things, but there are some things that are just like exclusive to exclusive to control center. And I guess, um, I guess stage manager is going to be one of them. I don't know. I, I just think it's weird because also like, I don't, I think it behaves a lot differently than I thought it would. Um, I like it because I can have like three or four windows open on one screen And I mean, it's not super useful if you have like four or sometimes even three, but I like that I can have the window view of an app while I'm using my magic keyboard thing from Apple Um, because it it makes it more like a laptop. 
still like you said no pro apps like that's not great right like i'm not dismissing the fact that they still do need to do more to ipad os but i do like stage manager overall i think it's a step in the right direction and i actually was amazed by like how i don't know it's it's definitely still a beta but i was kind of like happy with how it sort of situates the windows the way that it thinks that you want them to be situated and then you can move them from there but at the same time it has this really stupid flaw where I can't, if I have two windows on the screen, I cannot move them like all the way to the edges so that the edges of the windows are like against the edges of my display. There's like this mandatory, almost one inch border on the left and right side of the screen. I don't know if that's a bug. I I don't think it's a bug. Like that's okay. the thing, it's kind of terrifying, but I don't think it's a bug. That'd be stupid then, because wouldn't yeah. you make the most of the screen space you have? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. And I don't know. I'm kind of weirded out by it because I I don't think it's a bug because the way that it works is like you move windows around and it like if I okay on my screen, let me just like describe this. I have my notes app open and the audio recording app open. If I drag the notes app to the right side, it's on the left, it automatically moves the audio recording app to the left. And it like places it where it wants me to place it. And then if I try to move the notes app, it only lets you place it in these like three spots, like one that's sort of off center to the right, one that's centered and then off center to the left. So like it only gives you a few places to put it. And I don't think that's a bug, like the whole margin, for lack of better terms, like on the right and the left. I don't think that's a bug because it literally only lets you place windows in like a few different places. And I don't know. I just feel like it wouldn't have been that hard for them to give us like Mac OS control over our windows. Yeah, like being able to move them and then resize them and yeah, and kind of where you want them. Yeah, I agree. but so I don't know what to think. The thing with the thing with um the thing with like iPad OS and iPad and iOS also is that like Apple like has a lot more control. That's kind of like their philosophy. Mac OS was around kind of before everything. Um, but like mm-hmm. when they introduced I- iOS and then later iPad OS, they kind of made it a point to have a lot more control over what kind of things you can do with it. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I just feel like this is a little much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm all for like the App Store being like Apple's thing. Like if I, if we ever get into the discussion of like whether or not like they should like you know all the app store drama that's been happening with like their margins and all that like i'm such a fan of apple only allowing us to download apps from the app store i love that whole like department when it comes to like control but oh my god this i don't know it's just not what i expected but i do still really like stage manager that's the thing so, like, I have a hard time dismissing it as, like, this sucks, because I really do like it. Like, I didn't think I actually was looking for, like, apps being in a window view when I heard about that possibly being a thing. And now that I have it, I kind of do love it. So, I don't want to crap on it too much. That's the thing. Like, I'm in a whole different camp now that I can use it. Yeah. And for the most part, like surprisingly, it's less buggy than I thought it would be. Um, so so that's good. 
But another weird thing is that it completely changes the app switcher <laughs> once you turn on stage manager. And this is probably the worst part of it. You literally cannot close apps the same way that you used to by like swiping them up. It's like the most buggy part, at least with the trackpad. Actually, I'm trying it now with my finger and it's also buggy with my finger on the screen. Um, when you open the, um, what's it called? App switcher, it like flashes a bunch. Okay, that's a developer beta thing, right? But I think this is like an overall design issue with the overlapping windows and the way that the iOS like, I mean, it's, it's basically the iOS apps, which is the same thing as on the phone. Um, with like the way it's designed, where you have to swipe up because, okay, let me paint the picture. I have two apps open right now and they're separate apps. They're like almost full screen size. So when I go into the app switcher, it's really easy to close them. I can clearly see it's one app on that screen and I just swipe it up and it's gone. But when you have like two or three overlapping windows on the same display, like they haven't really named what these are, but like basically desktop, like it's a desktop with like three apps open. Yeah. So if I have that and then I try to go into the app switcher to close one of those three apps, it is so difficult to make the system realize which app you want to close because maybe there's a window behind the one that you're looking at. Like, you know, it shows you that little preview basically of what it looks like. Can you and tap on it and like bring it to the front and then swipe it away or? No. So literally like that's the thing. When I go in. <laughs> And I have like three windows, one's behind the other, and you can barely see it. If I swipe up and hold, right, you can't see the app that I want to close. I'm trying to swipe it up to close it, but it's not letting me. And then yeah. when I try to open it and move one to the front in order to close it, it literally, the preview on the screen goes back to the old, uh, not the old, but like the way that it was before. So the preview isn't like updating, basically. When you update what you're desktop looks like is that a so bug or thing? it could be a bug but i feel yeah. like this is another apple like weird thing where they like want control kind of like the window management and i'm just like really terrified that it's not going to get any better than this <laughs> well, i guess we'll see when the final version comes out in september whether it is or isn't one yeah um, i mean I kind of feel like this might be the next, um, what's that called? Universal control. This like might be the new version of that where like we're waiting forever for it to actually come out to people. Maybe. And... Because um, the focus of iOS, iPadOS, and macOS this year seems to be, um, seems to be stability, um, mm -hmm. at least from what you described on like you, you say that um, the developer beta of iOS 16 and iPadOS is fairly stable for, for beta, which is interesting. Um, and I guess the, I'm, I'm glad that that's the case because iOS 15 has been a mess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like mad that it's more stable than I thought it would be. But at the same time, like, I just, I don't know. Stage manager I like, but... It's like another thing where I'm thinking, holy crap, is this going to be 
the next universal control where it's like never going to come out because the okay the only reason i actually do feel like it might end up like that is because when i open up an app and hit the little three dot icon towards the middle of the screen i can hit the little plus to tell it to like yeah let me open up another app and it literally pops up with a message that says this feature isn't available yet and i'm like are you serious like it's just opening an app you can you could just like animate the window to like slide over so that I could see my home screen and open a new app. But no, it's not available. Yeah. Right. So it's like, normally wow. I feel like Apple wouldn't do that, even if it's a developer beta. I've had developer betas many times. I feel like normally they would not just say, oh, no, this isn't available yet. Like, wait for the next beta. They're literally baking in a message that says that. Like, what? <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe, maybe that's the case this time you never know um i don't know i, I guess we'll find out when the next are they still in developer developer beta one or yeah that's also oh. another thing i'm surprised by like it's dev beta one still um it's been a couple maybe, weeks yeah maybe there's issues with like fixing some of these bugs but um yeah i don't know i'm a little like skeptical just because I see how it is now and I'm thinking it would be such an Apple thing for them to simply leave it like this, like, or very similar, at least like remove a lot of the obvious bugs and then kind of just let it stay this like surface level, like, yeah, you can have multiple windows open type of thing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I also, I didn't even realize this really until now, but I, I was telling you about how like, you have to have these windows in like a few different places. Yeah. Almost all of the positions you can put windows make it so that you have to have them overlap. That's and really stupid. And that it's one of the most dumb no. things. Yeah. Like why, why would you do why? Yeah. And it goes back to how I said, there's that margin on the side. I would love to use that space. So I don't have to have things overlapping but it's almost like they want you to see less on your screen at a time, which I believe because for the longest time, the iPad's display didn't have widgets, didn't have like more than four apps across when it was in portrait mode. So I don't know. I'm not surprised, but I'm also just a little annoyed because it's like, okay, come on. They literally, they did give us a good files app now. I do like the files app, but I mean, I opened it. I was like, okay, it feels like I'm on a Mac. Like this almost looks like Finder. There's still a lot of missing things, but it looks more like a Mac. It's right. just, uh, it's very deceiving. Have you tested out the changing file extensions feature yet? <sighs> I haven't because I don't think I can figure out where you can do that. Um, so do you have a, like, a file that you can like that? Like an image? Yeah, just anything like that you can, like something yeah. or not. So here's an image. Yeah, like try holding, like tapping and holding to see if anything comes up. So like right-clicking basically. Yeah, right-click. Yeah, so when I right-click, okay, so there's this new thing where it okay. says, <gasps> okay, wait, no, I see it. Okay, they did make a lot of the menus better. Like if you uh, secondary click, right-click, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that it gives you an option for a quick look for compress. But there's now a quick actions thing. And in there, it looks like it has markup, rotate, create PDF, and convert image. Oh, There's also an option that says remove background, which is kind of cool. Hmm. 
But if I hit convert image, okay, okay, yeah, this is working. This is actually kind of nice. File format, JPEG, uh, image size, original. Boom. That's, is it doing it? It's kind of convenient if it does work. Wait, I'm waiting. So the screen, just to describe this, the window just went black. And so that could be all the, it could be. But all I see on the window is the left side, like pane where it says files and it has like your different file locations. Hmm. So I don't know if it worked. Well, try closing it out and opening it again to see if <gasps> it like, did. Well, that's convenient. This is actually convenient. I'm not annoyed. Look at that. Huh. It worked. I'm actually surprised. Okay, that's good. I'm going to actually use that. So, again, something that should have been here before. Another gap filled. Um, yeah. I have tried to convert um, the file format of a video, and it doesn't seem to be able to do that. So wait, you can't change a file format of a bit. That's annoying. Um, yeah. So one thing I, I want pictures. Try so. audio. I want to see. Can you use like an audio file? I'm curious to see. Yeah. Let's try it. Um, <laughs> there's not even a. Okay. Wait. Is there a quick actions thing? I'm using the audio file from our last podcast episode. Okay. I'm not even seeing an option that says quick actions. For me to like. So, what are you saying? I just don't think you can do that. Hmm. So, that's kind of annoying. Like, it's yeah. very limited, and maybe they'll update it with a future beta. But at the same time, like, if you're going to, I don't know. I don't know. Because I know, I know you had the ability to change file extensions, and or that, that's like one of the, one of the advertised features. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the other features that I find kind of cool, well, this is iOS and iPadOS, and I think we we kind of looked at it a little, was the new voices for um, oh, yeah. voiceover. Um, I wonder if you can change file extensions for documents. I want to see. Yeah, you should try that. Let's see if that works. Like if I go to pages and I just secondary click one of my documents, because that's one of the things that I would actually use. That would be really useful. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, who uses pages? I do, but no one else does. So I always end up making PDFs and Word docs. Mm, no. That's annoying. Yeah. Um, well, let me see if it works with a Word doc. Also, no. Hmm, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, it's disappointing, it honestly. Yeah, it, it is disappointing that the only thing you can change, and I don't even know if, the, was that ability to change, um, I don't even know if that ability to change um, the photo format, I don't know if that was even just a, I don't know if that was even just a, um, just an iOS 16 thing. I don't even, I don't know if you're able to do that in iOS 15. Yeah, I don't think I was able to before because it, like the menus, they look a lot different and there was no like quick action section with these options. It looks like they're organizing it better, which is good. Yeah, it's, it's more, it's more Mac like. 
Yeah. I'm not a huge like proponent of that. I like it. It's just a little strange that it literally just lets you convert images. And And it also gives you like three formats, high efficiency, PNG, and JPEG. What's high efficiency? What is that supposed to be? I have no clue. Let's try it. What does it change the extension to? See, that's the thing. It's not showing the actual you, extension. Oh, question. Can you rename? What happens if you rename the file? What do you mean? Like, can you rename it from files? Yeah, you can rename an image from files. That's not going to change. Or not the an image. Um, just any file. I want to see if you can do the deal with the file extension there. No, you can't. I actually, that was the first thing I tried. Because I yeah. figured like, oh, that would be nice if it was set up like a Mac. Nope. No. Great. I feel like great. Yeah. It would have been great. <laughs> I could see this being great, but they just did it wrong in my opinion. Is there like an edit button on no, I don't think there is in files. I don't know about iOS 16, but I don't I think in iOS 15, I don't think there's like an edit feature. I yeah, no, there isn't. So mm-hmm. that's nice. Um Oh, wait. Okay, so they set up files a little different when you open a file. I want to see if you can... Oh, okay, so if I open an image, this is kind of different. It is set up much more like the Mac, but when I open an image in the Files app, it has an option in the corner with like a little arrow, and it lets you hit something that says Export, and then it gives you those file format types. So that's kind of nice that it's also there. It's not just this one like right-click option. You should try it with the audio file and see if it does that too like if i open it instead of yeah if you open it and you see if we can change it from there yeah let's see i'm honestly really curious Uh, no no oh okay of course not (laughs) ah developer betas i'm hoping yeah change that in when like the public beta comes out or especially like when the final release yeah, I hope it gets fixed. Speaking of it, which I, it seems like a lot of people have been downloading, at least from who I talked to, a lot of people have been downloading the uh, the public beta, or not public beta, the developer beta. Like, it's kind of surprising in some of those group chats. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like a lot of people, a lot of people have been trying it out. I think it's the lock screen thing, honestly. Well, a lot of these people are blind. Um, I think it might oh. just be the extra voices. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> like, maybe amongst like the like more blind community, it's like just yeah. the voices alone. I mean, I don't know. Is that really that exciting? Like from your perspective, because you definitely care more about voices than I, I mean. Do. It's kind of cool. I always like uh, new voices as an option. Like I'm very much, but maybe it's just me. I'm very much. I, I like my choices very much even mm-hmm. if i don't like use them mm-hmm. um i like having the option to pick because i will occasionally cycle through voices of like if i feel like one is getting a bit still um i'll sometimes use it and i feel like the voices are a little limited when it mm-hmm. comes to voiceover voices um but they're not like terribly limited but they're they've been the same voices for well, ever since iOS 11 came out, it's been the same same choices. Oh, really? 
Actually, well, unless you include the extra Siri options. Okay, uh, well, I include those because I'm a basic bitch. So I use Siri Voice 4. That's like the original Siri voice. And I use that on voiceover and yes. on like the other like spoken content options. And I've used that's I've used Siri Voice 4 ever since it came out in iOS 11. Yeah, I love it. it. I do like it. It's just, it's kind of buggy. Like a couple things, it just doesn't read right. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, like, and it's kind of bizarre because I can't, it's hard to replicate and all the other voices, even all the, the other Siri voices pronounce certain things fine, but like, I don't know, it's 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 strange. Um, but the yeah. addition of new voices, like, um, what is it? Isn't uh, there's there's uh, eloquence, which is like what everybody's talking about because it's not, I hate eloquence it's so much. It's not my favorite voice. It's not the best quality voice, but it is kind of nice for like really quick speeds, though. Like it's fairly maybe. Quick. I mean, I everybody who likes eloquence seems to be using it at like a really fast speed. For those of you who don't know, um, eloquence is like. It's a voice for screen readers that lots of blind people use. It's on JAWS. I think it's like the default one if you have JAWS yes. on a PC. Yeah. Yes, it is. And every person I've ever seen use it, they keep it super fast. So maybe it is good for speed. But Here's the thing, I though. love my Siri voice. So, and this is kind of like, this is kind of diverging from the, uh, from the, the Apple, uh, the Apple, the, uh, discussion but i i don't mm-hmm. use eloquent i do have jaws on my laptop here and i don't uh i don't use uh i i don't use jaws too often but i don't use the eloquence voice though i use mm-hmm. uh so it comes with this thing called vocalizer tts mm-hmm. um which are, basically it's the same voices that you find on iphone um i believe oh, okay. most of the voices that aren't the siri ones are vocalizer voices because you have all the options like you have samantha you have, uh, I don't think you have Nikki. I think that's also an Apple exclusive voice. But you have wasn't Tom. Sam- yeah, wasn't Samantha the original Siri voice? Yes, it was. I love that voice. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's so nostalgic. <laughs> I use Samantha um, on on Jaws for Jaws, mm-hmm. and it's it's a nice voice. One thing I do like about Apple, though, is that they, and I guess this vocalizer, is that, like, they're not great quality, but they're probably some of the best quality text-to-speech voices I think I've heard. Well, who makes them? Like, is it Apple? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I think it's another company. I don't know if Apple, for, like, Samantha, I don't know. I think that was Apple. But uh, I wonder if it's kind of like the development of, like, a new port, like USB-C, where it's, like, multiple companies sort of collaborate. Maybe, or maybe it's like a, like a nonprofit organization. Although you do have to pay for it if you don't like, you can get Vocalizer for NVDA, mm-hmm. um, but you have to pay for it for NVDA. It's, it comes with Jaws. It's complimentary. Well, I know you can download it. Like if you have a Jaws or like Zoom Text product, and I've used them, so like I like them, but I don't know. The thing with Jaws is that like it. Well, this computer is actually kind of fine with JAWS. It works all right. But on most of the computers that I've tried, JAWS has always been kind of a, like, grinds the computer to a halt. And, mm-hmm. like, it, or, like, there are certain, like, 
the animations on the screen get a bit laggy? <gasps> yes. Well, okay. Anytime I've used a Freedom Scientific product, again, all of our people out there who are not blind or visually impaired or don't know someone who's blind or visually impaired, y'all are probably in the dark. You probably left. You have no clue what we're talking about. But Freedom Scientific makes like text-to-speech stuff. They make Zooming programs for Windows. And oh my God, anytime that I use any of their stuff, automatically you open it and then it disables the animations like on Windows. It literally disables them. Like for me, it doesn't just make it laggy. It literally turns them off. So when you like hit the start button, it just like pops up with the start menu. It doesn't actually animate it. And it's so annoying. And it's a, what's funny is that like it takes like a second for the like visual effect things on the screen to actually show up. Yes. <laughs> it like kills your GPU. And that's so weird to me because why is like something that literally isn't graphics intensive at all a thing that reads you stuff? Like, why is that making the graphics slow? It makes no sense to me. Yeah, especially because NVDA, which is what I use most of the time. Mm-hmm. is perfectly fine like it doesn't it doesn't affect the uh it doesn't affect the animations it works perfectly fine it's fast well most of the time it's fast yeah as it's quirks but well we all do yeah it's also Some free there's that you're not paying 1200 what is it like 200 dollars a year oh my god i don't know what it is but it is so <laughs> dumb it is literally Okay, this podcast is not political, but let me get political here. The fact that big corporations like Freedom Scientific are able to buy up the competition. So ZoomText used to be made by a smaller business. I mean, not super small, but like smaller than them. They bought them up. Now they charge you a subscription for their service that used to be a one-time payment. Literally, now they are price gouging people for the same thing. And they're not even making the product better. It is literally a monopoly. Um, yeah, it, I get just as mad about that as I do with like Comcast and um, Facebook. Facebook too. Well, the thing with social media is that I feel like you have a little bit more choice when it comes to like accessible tech and screen reading software. There's like no choice. There's barely, barely any choice. A lot of the small companies um, that did produce... A lot of the small companies that did produce um, uh, screen readers for um, for Windows, Windows especially, um, they all went, a lot of them went under. And really, NVDA mm-hmm. and JAWS are the only ones left, unless you want to use Microsoft or Windows Narrator, which, why would you do that? Why would you yeah. voluntarily do that? Um, but, Isn't voiceover better, like on the Mac? Oh, yeah. VoiceOver is the only option for the Mac, as far as I know. I don't think you can get third-party screen reader. Um, yeah. but I mean, uh, I think VoiceOver is great on iOS and iPadOS. It's fine. VoiceOver is mm-hmm. fine. I don't have any major gripes with it, except for the very bizarre quirk that you can't control-click with it without going through a headache-inducing process. And the annoying uh, thing is that you need to control-click for or do the equivalent for a lot of things in... Um, well yeah like on mac os on mac os yeah which is annoying i mean you can kind of get around it because you can open up context menu but like that doesn't that doesn't always work Um, yeah that's annoying i mean yeah but back to ipad os i do like it 
Like I, I was crapping on it before, but I think that's because I hated doing it on an iPad that was old and glitchy. I mean, it's still glitchy, obviously, but it's usable. Um, yeah. But then again, okay, saying that out loud, being like, oh yeah, well, I was using an iPad that didn't work with Stage Manager. Um, most of them don't. So like, that annoys me. Do you have a list of, is there a list of devices that support it? I'm curious. As far as I know, it's only the M1 iPad Pro 12.9 inch. I don't think it's on the 11 inch. That's... (laughs) Kind of yeah. stupid, honestly, because who the hell is going to buy that? Like, yeah. if you're not rich, you're not buying a 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Yeah, and the only reason I have one is because my school bought it. This is tax dollars at work, baby. Like, I did not pay for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, nobody, it's, the, what? what is the price for your model? Like $1,500 or something um, like that? So just the iPad, I think this iPad's like 1300 because it has more storage and it's a cellular model. Yeah, and then you add the, the $200 keyboard and... <laughs> $300. Yeah, the three, okay, so it's $1,600 plus yeah. tax. Um, so I kind of feel like I'm still in the same place with the iPadOS in general, but if you have a newer 12.9-inch iPad Pro, it's great. Like, get it. I love iPad. Or like the, the 1% of you who own it. <laughs> yeah for the one person listening who has it get it once it comes out you'll love it but literally i just thinking about how everyone else does not have one of these literally ipad os 16 will mean almost nothing to you and i mean sure there's the iMessage stuff and there's there's some things carried over from ios but literally you don't get the lock screen stuff so that just kind of sucks yeah and also, well, it doesn't drop a whole deal of devices, especially iPadOS. You're only dropping two. It only drops yeah. for two devices. And two devices that I really hope nobody's using anymore. Um, like mm-hmm. Air t- the Air 2 and the Mini 4. <laughs> Thank you so much to Bella Rose for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Bella Rose is a small skincare brand that makes amazing products. I know you guys are going to love because I've used them before and they are fantastic. They have shampoo, conditioner, facial serum, moisturizer, and a whole lot more that you can check out if you go to bellarose.com and use code SUMMER10 to get 10% off your order. That's B-E-L-L-A-H-R-O-Z-E.com and use code SUMMER10 to get 10% off. Again, you're going to love their stuff. I've used it before, and they don't put any harmful chemicals in their products, so you can take care of your skin and hair knowing that you're not going to cause yourself any health issues down the road. Check it out, guys. I seriously would highly recommend it. I feel like iPadOS is kind of... It's cool for the 90... or It's cool for the 1% of people who have a 12.9-inch M1 iPad Pro... But for the other 99%, I feel like <laughs> you're not getting much of an improvement. Like, you're just not. It's it's just a few features carried over from iOS. Yeah, really. it really is. You're, it's not even everything. No, no, it's not. It's, it's, you're getting, you're getting what? The weather app? <laughs> the, yeah. 
Oh, the fitness app. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love the fitness app. I get to do my meditations on there, and it tracks I it know, with my little watch. It's weird to have a fitness app on. I love it. On an iPad, though, that's just strange. I, I think it's great. I take my iPad downstairs to the little mini home gym, and I think it's amazing. Would I take my iPad to the regular gym? No, I would never leave the house with my iPad on a stand so that I can watch a yoga video. No. <laughs> my god like yeah it's just i don't know it just seems like that's kind of a well i mean it's not niche niche but like it's a little strange the fitness app would be it is it's very strange i mean just seeing it on the ipad i was like this looks like the apple tv version like i understood why they made a fitness app for the apple tv because it's like okay yeah you can literally like I mean, just thinking about it, what's one of the biggest parts of, like, most people's houses? Probably their living room, which probably has a TV in it, and that makes sense. Like, a big screen, perfect. You don't have to, like, look down at this tiny screen. It's great. You connect your watch to the TV, and it it actually does work well on the TV. And I don't even have one of the new Apple TVs. But the iPad, you're right that it's kind of weird, but I do actually like it for the yoga. Because, like, it's a big iPad. Any other iPad size, I would never recommend someone try to do these. Yeah, I should, I should, uh, I should yank out my, my 9.7 inch iPad Pro and (laughs) upgrade it to, upgrade it to iOS, iPad OS 16. It's probably gonna be so slow because it's. Oh my god, yeah. Doesn't that have the, the A10? A9X. Is the A9X. Oh, dear Lord. So it has... My 2018 iPad has the A10, and that thing is slow. You are going to die. Yeah, no. <laughs> it has the CPU of the iPhone 6S with a GPU of the iPhone 8. So... Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, nine. that thing's going to suck. No, thank you. And the screen is so... It's, like, so tiny now. By iPad standards of today, it's so tiny, small, and the bezels are massive on the thing. Oh, well, yeah, relatively big, anyways. It's pretty, pretty chunky bezels, chunky like me, anyway. Um, yeah, I know mm, this whole fitness app business is really, really freaking stupid, it frustrates me. Um, like I said, it's another thing where if you don't have the fancy schmancy overpriced giant slab of glass and aluminum that we call iPad Pro 12.9 inch, you're going to be miserable trying to use it. Although the weather app's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's something that the iPad should have had years ago. But yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the thing. And I think you said this in our last, in our last podcast for uh, when we were talking about WWDC. You said that... Uh, you said that iOS, a lot of iOS 16 is just filling in a lot of blanks. Yeah, filling, in filling gaps. a lot of spaces. Yeah. I think or gaps is how you worded it. Yeah, and I—that's I, what this is. Yeah. Again, do we have to wait another ten years for the calculator? I guess we'll see. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I'll still be waiting. I'll probably still be using this iPad because the M1 chip is so overkill that I'll be able to get updates for ten years. Well, I hope so. I hope it's not a situation where the 
where the iPad Pro is like it's like six years down the road. It's still pretty powerful. It can still handle it just fine. And but Apple just decides to cut it. Um, well, I feel like there's not even much that they could do to like justify cutting it off with updates because yeah. it's like, okay, what are you gonna do with the next iPad Pro? Like the front is already amazingly like thin. the bezels are amazingly thin so it's not like the iphone where it's like okay maybe they just don't want to develop for that screen size anymore it's like okay you're still gonna have the 12.9 inch screen size because they even kept it when they redesigned the ipad and i mean the only thing that changed about the screen shape is that like they have these nice rounded corners but other than that i don't think that even I don't even think that's, like, something that the iPad takes into account when they're, like, developing for it because it runs the same OS as, like, an iPad with 90-degree corners. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, in terms of iPhone, okay, they cut off older phones because they don't want to develop for that screen size. But, like, this is exactly what we had before. So there's no reason to ever cut this iPad off unless if... In some ungodly, far away future, the M1 becomes slow. <laughs> I mean, that, I think that's still quite a few years down the road, though. Right now, the iPod, mm-hmm. the i iPad Pro, twelve point nine, or just the iPad Pro with the M1 in general is a little overkill. Still, and it's what yeah. been a year now, over a year since it, since it came out. About I think, yeah, it's a twenty twenty one device. Yeah, it came out a year ago. And it's still overkill. The A12Z chip is still, like, <laughs> a bit... It's not quite as overkill, but, like, it's still plenty powerful enough. Well, isn't that the chip that they put in that Mac Mini dev kit that they sent out to people? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly it can run Mac OS. Like, that's another thing where it's like, okay, either please beef up iPadOS more or, like... Do some, I don't know, let it run macOS. Like, at this point, let the iPad run macOS. They made a 12-inch MacBook. Do you remember that? Like I do remember that. That's funny, though, that the screen size of the 12-inch MacBook is smaller than the screen size of the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the 12-inch MacBook's display was actually, like, 12.2 or something it's like so that. It's so adorable. Yeah, it was so cute. I loved that I when I went to the Apple store. though, like from a speed standpoint oh yeah literally <laughs> now if they made that oh my god that would be amazing with literally, the m1 like, or the even like the m2 or something yeah like with the m2 imagine that they stick an m2 inside like okay with today's standards i feel like the isn't the new macbook air like almost 14 inches it's yeah something like i think that. it's like 13.6 instead of 13.3 it's it's a pretty small like jump like because they have the notch now on the iPad. On yeah. The iPad. So like that's all that's really changing is that like the status bar was moved up like an inch. Yeah. So we have a bigger display on that one. I feel like in today's day and age, they should make instead of a twelve inch MacBook, they should keep the thirteen point six inch MacBook Air. But make like a fourteen point eight, or like maybe just call it fifteen inches, like a MacBook Air that's like fifteen inches, because oh my god, like I've seen so many like leaks and rumors about that, and holy shit, I want that so bad. I want that more than anything right now. 
Like a oh 15 inch MacBook like, Air? Yes. If there was a 15 inch MacBook Air, I will literally jump off a bridge and freaking die for that. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. I, I would. One thing I'd love to see is the return anything. of the 11 inch MacBook Air. But like, literally. In. But that's too small. Like, I even, I feel like a 12 inch MacBook is too small. Like, okay, the 12.9 inch iPad Pro. I think that's the smallest display that they should put macOS on. And yes, I think they should put macOS on it because the new version of macOS ever since Big Sur, everything's very spaced out. I think that you could put it on a Mac or on an iPad. Yeah. Um, like that would be great. It's just, yeah. Cause iPad OS is just like, not, it's not, it's, it's not, it's too controlled. Like I understand that Apple wants to control it a bit, I understand that, like that's that's kind of like their thing, but I feel like I feel like Mac O or not Mac OS. I feel like iPad OS is just so restrictive in everything mm-hmm. you do. It's like it's more like running an iPhone than running an i uh, than running a uh, than running a than running like a full fledged computer. Even though yeah. Apple's whole marketing spiel for the iPad Pro, especially, is that it's a laptop replacement when it really isn't yet like especially oh, yeah. people need to do professional stuff on it mm-hmm. it's so restrictive yeah and i mean even even if you're not doing professional stuff like literally i don't know what consider like what you would consider professional but like just doing email like on an ipad and trying to i mean okay it behaves just like an iphone with like attaching images, it just kind of like pastes it into the message. It's not an actual attachment. That's weird. Um, it just behaves more like a phone, kind of like you were talking about. And because they market it so heavily as a computer replacement, I get so frustrated when I'm trying to use the trackpad and it's being a real weirdo and it just doesn't work right because literally like okay i get it the ipad's an ipad whatever um because there are so many people out there i know already who are like the ipad's an ipad it's meant for touch and like not to like be rude or whatever but you've even said before like it's mainly meant for touch and that's the thing i feel like it shouldn't be at least not the biggest one the smaller ones literally anything smaller then the 12.9 inch one I think should be fully meant for touch. But the bigger iPad is in a weird place because now that we have great specs like this lovely M1 chip and this fancy little keyboard case that's way too expensive, I just feel like it's in a weird spot and it's only this iPad. In my opinion, all the other iPads are fine. Like they don't need window view. They don't need Mac OS. I think the other ones are fine. Do I think it's overkill that they put an m1 in the mac or not the mac the ipad air yeah but i'm just fine with that like i don't have anything against it and i honestly don't think that a whole lot needs to change about ipad os for those ipads but for this one it's like it's so close to a computer when you get that giant screen size like what the hell yeah it's it's stupid um yeah but i feel like even for those smaller ipads i feel like you can loosen up Mac or iPadOS just a little bit anyways to make it more to get full on stuff for like full desktop applications. Um, even for those devices, I feel like 
you could do that because they're powerful enough to run it. That's not the problem. <laughs> the power mm -hmm. isn't the problem anymore, like it used to be. You can run, you could probably run a pretty decent, uh, quite a few desktop applications with the A15. Oh, yeah. The A15 is no slouch, even though it's no M1. It's still no slouch mm -hmm. as far as the chip goes. Like, it's it's perfectly fast. Yeah. And yet... And that's true. I mean, I just think, like, if they're going to update iPadOS yeah. for the smaller iPads, it yeah, should it's... be, okay, here's a few, like, desktop features that we're just going to throw in. But they should not change anything about the appearance of it. Because, oh, my God. Like, the appearance of it, if it changes... For the small iPads, like let's say they try to throw macOS on the smaller ones, or if they try to, I don't know, like change That'd it in some way that makes it like the Mac. That would no. be weird. Yeah, yeah. Like the scaling wouldn't be right. But yeah, like uh, a macOS and an iPad Mini would just not work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd look, definitely. That look that'd be a little too small. Uh, I mean, even the twelve point or not twelve, uh, just the twelve inch MacBook, like that was probably too small for macOS. Yeah, it was, it was, well, I mean, they did run macOS on an 11-inch MacBook Air way back in the day. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> think that both of those computers are too small for macOS. Yeah. Just because, like, at that point, also, like, why don't you just get an iPad with a keyboard? Yeah. Especially now. I mean, back then, with the 11-inch MacBook Air, okay, they didn't make iPads with, like, an Apple keyboard. Or, yeah. um, yeah, to get they one also of those, weren't as powerful. You had to get those third-party Bluetooth keyboards that were... <laughs> that were, like, complete bullshit. Yes, I remember using one of those in school. Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine that. No. no, no, no. <laughs> uh... Yeah. So, I just feel like iPadOS needs to be... Like, okay, if I... If, Okay, I'm curious to see how you would answer this. But, okay. If, let's say, you were all of a sudden in charge of the direction that iPadOS and macOS and, like, how that all works and what device gets what operating system, what would you do? Like, what devices would you give iPadOS to and what devices would you say, nope, this is only macOS? Or how would you handle that? I would... Anything running an M1 chip, I'd actually put macOS on. Or... For the 12.9 inch, I'd probably leave it untouched. But with, with the 11 inch, is I'd probably modify the interface a little. But I'd still make sure yeah. it's Mac OS or that it's Mac OS. Like I'd scale, I'd make sure I, that things are scaled right, um, and then it, that it's fine. Um, and of course, they would have to be designed for touch a little bit more. Uh, yeah. The ones below that, I would make improvements to. I'd make improvements to iPadOS, I'd loosen things up, I'd allow, I'd give the option to download desktop applications if that's what you want to do. Um, I wouldn't yeah. like, force it down people's throats or anything, but like I'd give them access to like the Mac App Store probably, maybe. Um, or maybe I'd do what the iPad does and like you can switch between Mac mode or iPad mode when it comes to applications. Yeah. Um, I would... Let's see. For the smaller iPads, I'd continue to like work towards making the individual applications. I'd make sure that they have the full feature set that um, the full feature set that Mac OS does have mm -hmm. when it comes to well things that don't re require much 
much like cursor type and control clicking type things. Um, I, I'd move to make, I'd move to make, I'd move to bring those like full desktop class applications to those devices. Um, but like with, with the 11 inch M1 iPad Pro and the 12.9 inch, I think that although the 11 inch is a little small, I do think that just putting Mac OS on them and just optimizing it a little for touch would be, <laughs> would be mm. a good idea. Because there's yeah. no reason that a 12.9 inch iPad Pro should be running iPad OS right now. Like, especially like this. Like, even if iPad OS got all the features of Mac OS and it just had the same features but was optimized for touch, like, literally, if it was just feature packed but could be used without any like accessories like a keyboard and a mouse, that would be amazing. Yeah, I feel like that would be the ideal situation that's what i think ipad os should be you should mm -hmm. it should just be like a version of mac os optimized for touch devices yeah um, with a touch interface it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a thing where you, half the applications are watered down mobile versions because <laughs> that's the case yeah. like most applications you use are closer to the iphone variant than the laptop variant and if you're going to market if you're going to market i an iPad as like a computer replacement, then you need to have those desktop class applications. You cannot, you cannot claim that it's a laptop replacement when you have a blown up and slightly reformat or like a slightly a the mobile the iPhone version of Pages with just a redone interface. That's not enough. Yeah, not enough. Like honestly. On iPadOS alone, like they could just stick the Mac version of Pages on the larger devices. Like, I don't think people realize how like they can just do this. Like, they can just port things over. Only certain apps or certain like features or even certain like controls and panels from different apps they can port them over from macOS and stick them on the iPad. That's why I think that like this year it's been so slow and it's been so like disappointing because literally they have the ability they have access to all the code for mac os literally they could just bring over finder and brand it as the files app and maybe take away some buttons that are too small like scale them to be a little bigger so that you can tap them but like they could literally do that if they wanted to that's i think what bugs me the most because it's like, okay, they have access to all the code in the world for macOS. They can literally bring things over, change it. Like, literally do this one by one. Like, I'm not even asking for a lot. Just do, like, maybe one year, say, okay, now Finder is available on iPadOS. Or Files on iPadOS has the same features as your Mac. And maybe pair that with, like, I don't know, the calendar app being the... I don't know, like, say, like, okay, calendar, notes, files, and pages, and then also keynote and numbers. Those apps are all the Mac version. And then the next year could be, okay, we have now made a version of Final Cut for the iPad, and it's, like, Final Cut for iPad. So it's not real Final Cut, but it gives you more features than iMovie or than um, LumaFusion. Or even but, something, like, like, something like that. Or even something like... Uh... Xcode, especially, and that's something that people have been clamoring for, for quite a while now. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. you can make stuff in Swift Playgrounds, 
that's sort of like the stand-in version for like Xcode. I think you can submit apps through there. You can code them through Swift Playgrounds, but that's not a serious development soft studio software. It's not a serious SDK. It's yeah. a it's a thing where kids mainly go to learn coding, <laughs> um, and learn or exactly. more so learn the concepts of concept of coding. It's not a serious software, and I feel like no. bringing Xcode over is pl- possible now that the iPad is is powerful enough, especially with the M1 chip. It's just I don't know. Yeah. It baffles me. It baffles me. I mean, the fact that this is more expensive, even without a keyboard than a macbook air um and it has almost the same specs almost the same specs same chip um it's just it's binned but that's also the same with the base model macbook air um it just has less ram literally and less battery life but like whatever it's almost the same thing yet it does way less and I feel like that's a problem. Like, I think Apple was probably hoping that, like, by sticking the M1 in a lot of iPads, they would just, like, let us kind of, like, be like, oh, that's nice, and then we would brush over it. I, I feel like they were probably, like, in a meeting room somewhere thinking, like, hmm, let's just stick the M1 in there because we have a lot of those made. People will probably just be like, oh, that's cool, and overlook it and not ask us for anything else because it's an iPad at the end of the day. It's still an iPad. Some guy, probably Joe in marketing, I'm just making up a name, um, was like, how about we stick it in there and we're going to still call it a computer replacement, but we're not going to do anything differently because that's iPad. It's just an iPad. And then some idiot was probably like, yeah, sure. And then here we are. Because yeah. like it, it just feels like that. Like even, I, I feel like just talking to you about it now, it's put it in perspective to me that like, okay, yeah, I have a 12.9 inch pro for school, but that means nothing for me when I am using my personal iPad. And it's literally just a slightly feature bumped iPad OS 15. Um, not even the same lock screen features. It's just so disappointing. And I really think personally that those, that the astronomy lock screen, lock screen thing, especially would be really cool on an iPad. Oh like, my God. Yeah. Especially the 12.9 inch pro. Like imagine that with the mini LED, the rich black background. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. But no, (laughs) no, sorry. It's just an iPad. It can't do that. The M1 can't handle that. Yeah. No, it was funny though, is that I remember when the, I, the, the Apple a 12 X chip came out back in 2018. And this is a four year old chip now. Um, and people were calling that overkill for iPad OS. <laughs> and it's still, I feel like, considered overkill for iPad OS because it's still... It still is. I mean, That's yeah. because they haven't really changed anything. I mean, the funny thing is, is that actually that the iPad, that the I, Apple A12X still outperforms the, I, the A15, actually, which is yeah. interesting. That was... That's interesting, and it's still overkill. It's like somewhere between the A15 and the M1. You know what I think Apple needs to do? What? I think... They need to put Mac OS on the 12.9 inch iPad Pro, yeah, and they need to give us Air Power because I'm still waiting. They canceled that project, and <laughs> I know, and they need to give us an M1 HomePod so that I can play music faster because HomePod is too slow. It just needs an M1 chip. That's literally all. And I need an Apple TV remote with the AirTag built in. 
Oh yeah, that'd be very, <laughs> very. And airpods Air air tank built in because that's so stupid that they don't do that. I mean, you can do the find my airpods thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's well, not terrible. It, it doesn't work. It literally, if you it's have so had your AirPods case closed for more than like ten minutes, it does not work. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing, the thing with a TV, uh, Apple TV, is that it's nobody really uses it. Yeah, that's another thing. I want an M1 Apple TV. <laughs> I need to play but, my yeah, shows why don't we faster. Just put the- why don't we just put the M1 in the iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> then we can have more to complain about. Like, yeah. no pro apps. Like, honestly, that's just what it feels like at this point. Yeah. It's, well... Apple seems stubborn uh, when it comes to iPad. And I I, I really hope I iPad OS 17 is an improvement. Like, I hope they actually make that, like, a desktop class upgrade. Because iPad OS 16 seems to be coming out to be quite the disappointment when it, when it, in that sort of department. Again, all they are really doing is filling in filling in the gaps that should have been mm-hmm. filled like 10 years ago. Or, I feel iOS like... 6. Yeah. I feel like this would be better. How about we put Mac OS on the Apple TV <laughs> and put an M1 chip in it? There yeah. we go. That's the new Mac Mini. Because then we won't even need the iPad. We can throw the iPad out the window or sell it so that we can buy freaking Starbucks while we use our new Apple TV that's basically a Mac. Boom. I mean, isn't that kind of what Mac Mini is, though? (laughs) That is. It literally, that's what I thought the first time I saw it. I was like, we need this in my house because it is a giant Apple TV and I love my Apple TV. We actually did, we had a Mac Mini and we actually still have, I think it was a mid-2011 Mac Mini. That's so cool. Actually, it's serving as like an extra elevator for my for my stand for my (laughs) laptop right now. No, not my laptop. uh, My 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 what am I saying? My monitor for my PC. Oh my god, (laughs) that thing is literally being so like abused right now. It is near a PC. It's it's popping up my or not popping up. It's elevating my monitor right now because to be fair though i did kind of ruin it <laughs> but i can hear that mac mini weeping from here yeah um we did actually use it as like a makeshift <laughs> apple tv thing like we did watch movies on it that's just sad how do you even control it do they make like they had a keyboard they had a keyboard and a oh, dear lord and a mouse no just not a mouse to... The original Magic Trackpad, actually. <gasps> okay, wait, that's kind of cool, though, because you can literally sit in bed or, like, lay <laughs> on the couch and just use a computer on the... I kind of like that idea now. <sighs> yeah, and so that was amazing. So my brother I thought it would one. be a good idea to, like... Since I think one of the things was being loose, he decided that he was going to glue the trackpad. Oh, dear lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, 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 It's no, ruined no, no, no. permanently. Um. Well, Good job, freaking Aiden's brother. I forget your name. Good job. Yeah. He ruined the trackpad. The keyboard's somewhere, though. Like, I will I never forgive him for that. <laughs> Even though I don't know him. Just just let him know. I'll never forgive him. Yeah, I'll have to... I'll have to You'll have to let him know. He'll be so yeah. confused. <laughs> but, 
I mean, to be fair, like, the thing is so slow and agonizing, and it doesn't... The latest update it gets is Mac OS High Sierra, so, like... Ugh. It's pretty useless now. And I did manage to get it to Catalina through some unofficial channels. Oh. Some unofficial upgrades. I did get it to Catalina. But <laughs> there's no way in hell I could get it to, like, Monterey. Why did I kind of forget about Catalina? Like, when did that come out? Was that before Monterey? That was before Big Sur. Oh my god. Literally, yeah, I, that was just before Big Sur. The names are so hard to remember. 10.15. Like, yeah. Yeah, I... I kind of feel like they should treat iPadOS kind of like how they treated macOS. Like, let's just stop at 16. And let's, like, take 10 years or something crazy like that and just no, work 20. on iPadOS 16. Oh, 20? Okay. <laughs> there we go. Let's just stop at iOS... Or, fuck, what am I saying? Let's stop at iPadOS 16. Let's just take a deep breath, okay? And take the next 20 years to yeah. just improve it every year. Let's see. When did when did uh, Big Brixer came out in 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly think the big number upgrades are way overrated anyway. Like, there were a lot of good things added to the Mac while they were just doing the good old OS X thing. There were, I feel like there were a lot of good updates. Um, but at the same time, I feel like there's been more after that, like, coming to the Mac. So I don't know. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I feel like, okay, Big Sur was a giant redesign. Like, yeah, pre-Big Sur... And, like, Big Sur and later, like, it's like, a com- not a com- I wouldn't say it's a completely different operating system, but it's it, almost a completely different, like, it has a completely different feel to it. I mean, just go back to 2015 when, like, El Capitan was a thing. Oh my god, do you remember the, like, background of, like, the freaking system preferences app and how it was, like, there were these stripes across the background? I didn't really pay attention, but I remember the background of that, like the lock screen. On the lock screen, the home screen. El Capitan is something I'm pretty familiar with because it was on my mom's old polycarbonate MacBook. Oh my god. The thing, we still have it. Oh (laughs) my gosh. It still turns on, I think. You didn't dent it like your M1 MacBook? No, the thing is a a beast, actually. The thing survived. Good. A lot of abuse, and it's actually <laughs> that's how I and feel about my Apple Watch. It's surprising. It's in surprisingly good condition, considering what what it's gone through. We've had it for eight good. years. We got it second hand, actually. And we had mm. it for eight years, and it uh, still works. Works in quotation mark. <laughs> And when I'm doing my work, I mean it'll turn on, but then it'll take like literally, no exaggeration, five minutes to load the desktop. Maybe it just needs ADHD meds like me. Because <laughs> sometimes I wake up and I take five minutes to start thinking. <laughs> so, you know what? We're all a little slow, Aiden. Not all yeah. of us are perfect. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I can do one thing that no, no current Mac can do. And that is play DVDs. Oh my god. Well, makes for a good portable DVD player. Did you know for the longest time they were selling the, like, USB to, like, CD drive? Yes, I did, actually. I was considering buying one, actually. Apparently that was still being sold. I don't remember when. You know how much they were charging for? You know how much they were charging for? 
It was like seventy five dollars. <laughs> That's actually cheap. I thought it was a hundred dollars. No, they were selling it for yeah, but the hilarious thing is that they were selling it for seventy five dollars until, or at least they were still selling it for seventy five dollars last time I checked, which was like two years ago. I want to see. I'm pretty sure they got rid of it. But yeah. um, another thing that they like discontinued like within the past two years that they apparently still had on the Apple Store website was the Mighty Mouse, which is like an old mouse that has a cord from years ago, back when there was like the OG iMac and all that. Yeah, was it like the pla- is it like the plastic mouse with the I think it's like that clear one, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I I think my my at least my high school used that uh or when I was there like in a couple well when I was still in high school before I graduated um about 2 weeks ago I saw I think they still had they were still using them on the old backs there cuz that's oh, what the computer lab had and they mm-hmm. were, <laughs> what's hilarious is that they were still using like what was it I think the model it was they're using like 2007 iMac IMAX. What the fuck? Yes. No, I just said that because I just opened the Apple website. And they still sell the Apple USB Super Drive. What? They still sell it? They still sell this. How much are they? I can still buy this for $79. Oh my god. What? What? Does it work with a modern day Mac? No. I wonder Wait, if it will. No, no, the DVD player app is not there anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, but will no. it open it in, like, Finder or something? No, there's no... You need to download, like, VLC if you want to. <gasps> I will download VLC. And I will buy a Mac, because I was going to say, I don't have a Mac. Wait, I wonder if this drive would work with a Windows computer, because I have a Dell XPS. Yeah, I probably would, actually. But, like, I have a... I'm doing this. The hilarious thing is that I have a $20 CDRW drive. Mm. Or not Mm. a DVD RW drive. That'll work just fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. It comes with a user guide. Like, Like, back then, a user guide was like a Bible. That's probably what this is. I know, because it's from, like... It's from like 2010. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, it's 0.67 inches by 0.47 inches. Wait, I'm so confused. That makes no sense. Oh, I read it wrong. 5.47 inches. That's actually pretty small. I yeah, it would be I, my, my grandpa has one of them, actually. I think they came with the iMac for a while, didn't they? Maybe they did. Mm, no, I don't well, think. Like my grandpa has one with his iMac. With, okay, wait, it says compatible with the following computers. Um, <laughs> MacBook, okay, so it doesn't tell you the year, though. It says MacBook, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro models with USB-C ports require, oh, wait, that says it requires a Type-C to A adapter. Yeah, because it has the old A port. Compatible with the following computers. The USB Super Drive is compatible with Mac models from 2008 and later that don't have a built-in optical drive. So wait, you can actually use this. You can use it, but you can't, like, if you're going to play DVDs, you're going to have to download a third-party application. It seems to be saying that it'll work. It doesn't say that you would need that. No, you do, because the DVD player app was 32-bit. Oh, and that's not in Big Sur. And either. also, it was an x86 application, too. So it was a 32-bit x86 application. 
And That's when they upgraded perfect. to Bitler, or no, Bitler, Big Sir. Bitler, um, Big Sir, same thing. When they, okay, when they came out with Big Sir, I literally died laughing about the name. And I was like, are they really trying to call me out for being big? Maybe they are. Like, Jesus Christ, Apple, I know I'm big. Maybe they are. Um, but, uh, I'm going to go cry. But they but they got rid of the DVD app with big with the big syrup upgrade, I'm pretty sure. So oh my god. So I wanna see how much it would be. <gasps> what if I could use this with my iPad? My iPad has a USB C port. Yeah, and you get an adapter so, and get... I could get an adapter. I have an adapter, I think I... that would be USB C to A. That would be interesting. I'd like to see if that actually works. But are you gonna spend eighty dollars? That's the question. Well yeah, I can return it. I, mean, I literally would walk up to the store and they'd probably think I'm insane. They'd be like, we don't sell that anymore. And I'd be like, yes, you do. I bought it online. Look at the receipt. It's from yesterday or something like that. <laughs> I mean, you could what buy it fuck? if you have the upfront funds to do it. Why not? Okay, wait. It shows the Mac models that works with. It says MacBook Air 13-inch, early 2015 to 17. MacBook Air 11-inch, early 2015. MacBook Pro Retina 13 inch late 2012 to 2015. MacBook Pro Retina 15 inch mid 2012 to 2015. MacBook Retina 12 inch early 2015 to 2017. iMac Retina 4K 21 and a half inch 2019. iMac Retina 4K 21 and a half inch 2017. iMac Retina 21 and a half inch late 2015. iMac Retina 5K 27 inch 2019 to 2020. iMac Retina 5K 27 inch 2017. iMac Retina 5K 27 inch late 2014 to 2015 iMac Pro 2017 Mac Studio 2022 okay Mac Mini M1 so it does work with these Mac yeah you just would, again like it'll work I'm sure but Mac. for like files but because you can store files on disks but mm-hmm. you can't play you couldn't play DVDs without so, like VLC I'm confused though because I feel like it didn't mention the new MacBook Air Maybe they just forgot to update it for the new one. Yeah. Um, and also you need an adapter. They're mentioning devices that don't need an adapter. Um, All these have USB ports, I'm pretty sure. You're so smart. Holy shit. Wow. It's almost so, like you're going to go to college. I know. I could never. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I miss... Air power. I want air power. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame Dude, that that wasn't a thing. Any last words? <laughs> Wait, that sounds really bad. I swear, I'm not going to kill him. Um, I mean, <laughs> iPad OS disappointment for 99 percent of people. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Uh, um, I like it. So. Yeah, yeah. but like, it's just kind of like for anyone who's asking for a bunch of new features, it's going to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless yeah. you're like, unless you have a serious obsession with voices, and apparently there are a bunch of new languages too for, for voiceover. So like, if you're well, vision impaired cool. and you speak Catalan, then how the hell do you exist? Number one. And number oh, two... sh- be nice. We just <laughs> lost a listener thanks to you. Oh my god. And this number one. two. And number. <laughs> and number two. Um. Uh, you'll be able to use your phone now. Great. (laughs) I love that. Anyway, 
Thank you guys for listening. This has been an extremely long episode. I can't wait to edit this. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed it for whatever reason, I don't know why you would. Um, follow it on the platform that you're listening to it on. I don't know why I'm being awkward. Um, follow it and rate it and do whatever this platform that you're listening to it on tells you to do. And um, we're going to try and do episodes every Tuesday. This one's probably going to come out on a Wednesday because I'm tired and I want to go to bed. But yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you have an excellent day. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.